This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final part of the Harry Potter movies, but not the final part of our series because we still have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and The Crimes of Grindelwald. But this is, of course, The Deathly Hollows Part Due, and yes. technically kind of the conclusion of the Harry Potter story. Um, you've got me, no magical names this time because since we have a returning guest, I figured why not, but you got me, Zinger. You got me, Shed a Tear Ellie. And, oh, you still took a name. Yes. Not fair. I can't, I can't not. And returning the great, the wonderful, the amazing, Ryan Cody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's I just was gonna enough. Make a, I was going to make a joke about me being cold-hearted, Ryan Cody. Oh. All right, well... We're going to get back into this, and um, I, I just want to start off with our top three moments, because I, I don't know if there's going to be crossover on this one, but um, you, sir, are our guest, so I will allow you to go first. Okay, I got three, and then I have a uh, honorable mention, um, and all three of mine are character-based, which is kind of why I love the series so much, so... Um, number one is when uh, Molly Weasley kills Bellatrix. Yeah. And delivers- and delivers maybe the best line of the entire series. Uh, as far as I know, that might be the only uh, cursing in the entire series, is uh, that line that she delivers. Um, I loved it in the books. I loved it in the movie. So Awesome. And uh, number two is when they go through the... When our, when our trio uh, lands in um, Hogsmeade, and then they go through the painting... And then they're reunited with all the students at Hogwarts. You got the remainder kind of Dumbledore's army and the rest of the student resistance there at Hogwarts. Uh, I'm a big fan of the supporting cast. So I love that scene when they're all kind of reunited there uh, right before the big battle. And the third one is when uh, Snape finally gets his redemption. I've always been a big fan of Snape. He's one of my favorite characters. He's my wife's absolute favorite character. Uh, so finally he's uh, he's redeemed in, in the eyes of Anyone who still had any doubts, those foolish, foolish people. All right, awesome list. Definitely, definitely great choices. Um, Ellie, do you want to go next, or do you want to anchor? Um, I think I anchored last time. Okay. So I'll anchor again. Just All since right. It's the same like book. So I'm gonna go with the Green Gots heist. The the whole dragon everything with that i thought was really cool it was something really neat to see dragons again or as we stated before it's technically a wyver type of dragon but not to get too technical i really enjoyed that and the whole um hermione trying to act like bellatrix was kind of a funny little side thing that was going on um so i i really enjoyed that i I, I don't think this should count, so Ellie's probably going to be like, you can't count it. The final battle. Just just everything with the final battle. Because it, it was it, there was so much. I'm like, I can't pick out one moment. So I'm sure we'll discuss the whole final battle, so I'll save my stuff for that. And my other one's another thing that's being saved is the 19 years later moment. 
Really? Yes. Mm. Okay. Mm. I, I I just want to talk about it real quick. I want to make sure that it's one of my favorite moments because it's kind of funny. I guess. Uh, I'm disappointed in you. Then fine. What's your list so I can be disappointed <laughs> in you? Um. Well, there is crossover. Oh. Yes. Oh, you have you have the 19 years later. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. I second the Mama Weasley Breaking Bad on Bellatrix. It That's was right. Awesome. And I was like, yeah, girl. She's like, not my daughter. It was very, it was very awesome. I loved it. Um, so I would say that was definitely one. Um, I don't know how to say this. It's not, I don't. I don't want to say it's like a favorite moment, like I was happy that it happened, but I thought the moment where Harry walks in and you see Weasley on the floor and you see um, Lupin and... um, Tonics. Tonics. um, It was just... I was crying again. I've seen this movie. I don't know how many I times can account I... that, yes, she was. Because I honestly looked over and said, are you crying? <laughs> yes. I said, it's sad. I don't know. It's just very heartfelt. It, I mean, it really just kind of reminded you of just how awful this, this whole thing is. And, and, and how inspiring Harry is to these people that they'd be willing to, you know do this and fight and and stand up to someone as daunting and scary as he who must not be named um so i i just like i said it wasn't i wasn't happy about the moment it was just a very impactful moment for me um <laughs> and then so i'm not going to say too much about your moment because you're probably going to laugh at my moment okay is um <laughs> when when um, Neville comes in and does his swing and <laughs> strikes the head, head off the snake. It was just kind of funny. You know, this, this is an audio <laughs> medium, but I'm going to do this anyways. <laughs> I mean, when it goes kind of slow-mo and, and his, you know, separated buck teeth all in their glory. It was just, I don't know. It, was, it made me smile that he, he, got, that, he got that moment. You know, that awesome moment. So, and well, just Neville in general in this movie is fantastic. Just with his scene at the bridge and he's all trying to be big and bad and taunting him. And then the spell goes down and he's like, oh crap. (laughs) So just him as a character, I love him in this movie. He does really great in this one. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough, Ellie. I know. I, I agree. Neville's great. Yes, um, I, I have another character I feel was underrated and underappreciated, oh, but watching okay. these movies again, I'm like, he comes up a lot, and I feel like he got under underserved at points, okay. but was always there for a good good joke, but we'll get to that when it, when it comes to it. Uh, so, everyone's favorite magical item from this one. This one, I think, is a little bit more up in the air. It's not the obvious choice of Hermione's bag like it was the last right. one, so I'm not putting a, you have to pick this answer, but... By all means, our guest, once again, you can go first, sir. What was your favorite magical item and or thing? All right. I actually had a hard time with this just because most stuff's been introduced much earlier. And I feel like the Deathly Hallows are kind of the obvious choices. So uh, I want to go with uh, Hogwarts itself, if that's possible. The castle itself. Okay. I think 
I think is a major character in the third act of this movie. I will and, uh, count it. Play, plays a major part in, in uh, how things play out, I think. I will count it because I was so close to picking the um, the Stone Army. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that was pretty awesome. cool. They, they, yeah, they like were that. really cool, but, but I will have a mention when we get to the final fight. My favorite magical item would be the Sword of Hogwarts. I mean, the Sword of Gryffindor. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was still thinking Hogwarts. <laughs> the Sword of, of Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Now, I know that... I can, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I picked that for when we did Chamber of Secrets, but, but it was a very present item in this movie as well. Yes, yes. And also, it was ever everywhere, too, most of the time, mm-hmm. too. So I enjoyed the fact that it was just constantly moving itself around. It was definitely high profile. High profile in this yes, movie, yes. yes. It was an A-list celebrity in this movie. Yes. Very, very convenient storytelling device. Yes. Yeah. That, that, if, that, if it's de- <laughs> that it comes at the time of most need. And apparently it was needed a lot. That's right. <laughs> so, Ellie. Um. What is yours? This is by far not a new item. Okay. I just thought it was very, very important and impactful in the story. Um, was the pensieve. Ah. Being able to, you know, get that lasting moment of Snape and, you know, kind of answer a lot of questions that... You might have had along the series um, and, you know, kind of shed a new light on him. So I um, I thought that was a very important item for this movie. All right. Um, All right. Since we're done with our favorite moments, I'm going to rain some hater aid real quick. I'm going to rain it down. And I don't I I, I might I might just be in the in the corner here in the on the wrong side of this match. And I'm not saying it's a negative thing that, that Harry saw of Snape stuff because I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was really cool to see, you know, he's been on Harry's side the whole time and he's been helping him. But isn't that kind of weird that he's like, here's a basically the life story of this guy that you thought hated you who's actually just was really obsessed with your mother. <laughs> Here, by all means, watch this creep fest. I mean, touching story. Oh, man. I'm not, I, now, now, trust me. I, I, I was really sad that Snape died. I And then it even made me sadder when it's like he's been in Harry's corner the whole time. But it is just a vaguely kind of weird, in my opinion. I don't know if that's just me. Don't know if that's just me. Uh, I thought it was touching. It's a beautiful love yes, story. Yes, thank you. Oh, so this is my I'm a monster moment. Yeah, this All is right, cool. people versus Zinger, finally. Finally, I, I am on the opposite <laughs> side. Like I said, I don't... It's just it was just kind of like I was like I forgot how much of it showing like them growing up together and it was like they were doing I'm doing this for you and you have the same eyes even though the actress we got does not have your eyes none of them did. Well, right. I mean, I yes, the technicalities of that you are correct, but um though couldn't you have the same eyes as somebody and not have the same color like the same shape and sort sure. of Sure. That maybe maybe that's what it was referencing. I don't know. I mean, I I, it kind of, I think it's better that they did this because if it was just, he just saw this girl in school and had like a school crush, that's one thing, but it was, it was more than school. It was a long lasting friendship that turned into love and I thought it was beautiful. That's why I, I thought it was a nice touch to add it in there, you know, and people to show, you know, how many people misjudged him. And, and I like the way it kind of went back to certain moments. 
because it reminded me, oh yeah, when I watched the movie with that scene, I thought of it completely different than the way it was intended to be. Yes, because now you're seeing it from Snape's point of yeah. view. I'm a big fan of the Snape storyline, and I like uh, going back and and sort of following along, um, you know, from Snape's point of view. I agree with that. It's Everything that he's done, you can kind of see it both ways. It was really well done. And it completely changes like a rewatch or a reread of the books, too. If we're going to start to touch on the differences between the book, but that's a whole separate thing that I just have a soapbox I need to throw down and make a point about later. So we can call you being wrong again? No, this one oh. I'm right about. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I am, I am solidly <laughs> right now. So I didn't know. Oh. If I, okay. Do, do you have a talking point you wanted to bring up? Because I, I have several, but I'm going to try to. I'm, I'm not going to just. Here's my list of decrees. It sounds like you don't like this movie. I didn't say I didn't like it. Okay, I'm just saying I'm just I've saying. got a list of things I want to. I want to make sure that we touch on. Well, I thought one cool one thing I noticed, and I didn't notice it this time. I've noticed it in the past, but it 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 uh, was fresh in my memory. The scene when uh, McGonagall attacks Snape when all the students are hanging out and they're mm-hmm. all in, in the thing. Uh, when Snape's uh, deflecting her attack, he, he takes out the two caros behind yes. him. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and I'm, sh- I'm sure that's another, if you, you can look at it, it, that was done on purpose. And then he flees rather than continues to fight. So, I mean, he was, uh, he was always on, on, you know, the side of, uh, of the Order of the Phoenix, even to the end, I think. I definitely agree, um, especially from everything that was shown. The other thing I thought that was interesting about that, it, I'm, if I'm correct, he didn't do many offensive attacks. He was mostly, right, he, right. it was very defensive yep. the whole time because, I mean, he didn't want to, like, misconstrue anything because he knew that he was on their side, but they didn't. So, don't want to mess something up there. But, but yes, I, I, I did. Yes. I actually noticed that this time. I don't know if I've noticed that one before. Happened to notice it this time. I was like, oh, hey, they got taken out. I wonder if that was on purpose. Probably. <laughs> so, Ellie, you, you got something? Oh, just just a talking point? Yeah, or? yeah. I, th- I thought you were looking up something. I No, I was looking up Red Dead stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you. Hey, my brain is overstimulated. I'm talking about Harry Potter. I just started playing Red Dead, and the Red Sox World Series Game 5 is on. It's a lot going on in my mind right now. Just 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And you're making more editing for me, so thank you. I know. It's joyful for me. And I Uh, can't believe they're making a sequel to this movie. It's ridiculous. To what movie? What are we talking about now? Okay. You, Ellie... Focus. I'm sorry. The Rocky movie. Or no, sorry, oh, it's Creed. 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 I'm just surprised they're doing a sequel. Sorry. I just saw a trailer. Okay. I'm in. Okay. I'm focused. Start the timer. What about all the uh all the goblins that got murdered at Gringotts for just basically doing their jobs? Like uh it's kinda like um the old joke about all the support staff on the Death Star getting murdered. Oh. Uh, yeah. The red shirts I mean, it, in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. It was a bloodbath in the bank there and they it, they didn't do anything wrong. It, it, Harry and Harry and Hermione and Ron got all those goblins murdered. Yeah. And, well, and, and no one no one seemed to feel bad about that. They super got the one murdered that, that they had enchanted who was just kinda wandering oh, around I aimlessly. Know. That poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, because every time he started to come to, he's like, wait a second, you're not supposed to be. And no, he got barbecued. Literally. Ron was like, oh, oops. Whoops. Yeah, sorry. 
Right. I mean, we we learn in the fifth movie about the unfor- or the fourth movie about the unforgivable curses, and then Harry's just using them willy nilly on goblins <laughs> and whatever whatever strikes his fancy. Well, to be to be fair, he was using Malfoy's wand, so maybe it just knew that spell easier. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Right. But no, but no I, I definitely agree with, with that, that it was a bloodbath. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Griphook is mentioned as being killed by Voldemort or being killed. I think he just kind of just... In, in the books, in the books, sorry. In the books, I think he just kind of takes the sword and kind of pieces out to have it just vanish from his collection later. Yeah, I don't I don't remember if it's mentioned in the in the books, but in the movie they definitely show oh, him. Oh, they show him. Yep. Yeah. He's a whole lot of dead. Yeah. But no, I mean I, I definitely agree that those poor and, and also the security wizards too that were there. Yep. I would just dead. Now, were they all maybe under like the Dark Lord's payroll or something, but I, d- I doubt that. I doubt. I don't know. That's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, I no, I don't know. They're usually pretty like. Because in the same argument, everyone who worked for the Empire was on that was on the Death Star and everything, so they so they knew what they were getting into. So if these people were working for Voldemort, they should know what they were getting into. Yeah, but they might have like a bunch of kids at home. They got to <laughs> take whatever job they can do. They got bills to pay. <laughs> I'm sure they got mortgages. I mean, little, a little uh, uh, thoughtless by our trio. They weren't. They weren't very nice. But but they yet you don't care. But yet Hermione was made sure to point out how cruel the dragon was being yes. treated the whole time. Yes, that is very true. I, I don't. I didn't think about it until you guys kind of brought it up. But that is hilarious. She was very focused on the treatment of the dragon, but screw that, all this. But then again, they didn't know that they all got murdered by Voldemort oh. later. Yeah. Right. So I, I guess they, they've gone through their life thinking, oh, all those people who were there and we escaped just lived full lives and everything. I never saw them any other time I went into Gringotts go. I guess they all got pensions or something for being a part of that. <laughs> Little do they know, they're all dead. Dead. Very dead. So another thing I wanted to bring up, and this is this is very, very off topic, but it's kind of an entire series thing. Okay. Seamus, I feel, is an underrated character. And the reason yeah. is he's always there for a good joke, and he's always like just everywhere. Oh my gosh. He's a poor man, Fred and George. He is, but I, I was just like they came back to him and I was like the second I saw him on screen, I'm like, he's gonna be the first one to say something and I'm gonna chuckle at it. And it happened and I was like, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's that filler character. He 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 was the comic relief. So I'm think, I was thinking back, I'm like, nope, when somebody exploded whenever something went wrong, if it wasn't Neville, it was him. Yeah. Every time. Right, but Neville did it because he's a klutz, and Seamus did it because he's an anarchist. <laughs> I don't disagree with that because they did—they blew up that entire bridge. Yes, and he was excited about it too. Very excited. <laughs> Very excited. Yep. Can, and speaking of excited, can we please talk about McGonagall's cute little face when she got to do that spell? And she was like, "I've always wanted to do this spell." <laughs> I thought it was adorable. I love her so much. So the stoned army was really cool. Yes. Did yes. they do much, though, in the actual battle? 
saw them kind of fighting a few of the trolls and the giant stuff, but you don't really see. It, it, it just it just seemed like 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 they were there for good cannon fodder for like oh my gosh stuff's getting knocked down, but it's okay. It's not any of the students yet. It was still cool though. It, it like, was. I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not, I'm not downplaying. Down. No, no. The the drop down like slam like yeah, hero like land. Yeah, like superhero land. Su- yes. Superhero landing they all did, yep. and it's and they're just they they stuck when they. Oh, that. Okay, I'll give it to you. It is really cool. Yeah. It is really cool. I liked and, it. and I did. I didn't also like the little. I've always wanted to do I that. I know <laughs> she was so excited. It was adorable. It was well, just. Best... Like, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the best part is after she delivers that line. Molly Weasley kind of looks at her like this isn't the time for that. <laughs> like this, like like okay, we got to get serious now. Let's uh, let's stop acting like a giddy little schoolgirl. Because <laughs> she's all about business in this movie. That's right. <laughs> yes, she is. Da- she is down the entire time for just like let's let's whoop some some witch butt. Yes, I love it. Also, I I found as. As always, the Weasleys were kind of, I mean, besides her great moment, they were, you you saw a lot of them, but nothing, once again, there's ones that weren't there, and there was stuff that was admitted for the movie, but they seemed to be very quickly there and gone. They really didn't hover on the, the twin death too much. No, not really. Because I thought there was more to that in the books, like where it was, wasn't it Bellatrix that killed him? Uh, I don't know if it was Bellatrix, but there was a whole... I mean, there was at least like a full page about Harry kind of reminiscing as soon as it happened and stuff like that. And then in the movie, it, it it happened off screen and it's not nearly as impactful. Well, I know that the Lupin and Tonics one happened off off screen and off page, too, because oh, that, that one, that if one I remember correctly, me. it just mentioned that there there was mentioned as they were among the. The passed on. Well, and they did a really good job of kind of foreshadowing it too when they were like reaching for each other but didn't connect. Like when they were standing yeah. there and they were like reaching and you know, and you didn't see them actually grab hands and, and just the way they were laid down and they were still reaching for each other when they were on the ground. It was just very. So you think it would have been. Ugh. You think it was better to ha- not have them actually or would have been better if their hands were actually touching when they were together on the ground? I don't know. I think they did that because of the way they did the previous scene where they were Okay. I, I, just, I mean, I, just, I don't know why they did it, but I, it was impactful, though, yes. I, I was just asking. Um, another thing with the battle I want to mention is at least the Death Eaters and the Dar- and you know the crew of the Dark Lord remembered that Quidditch is a thing in this movie and decided to burn down the stadium because it gets ignored in every other movie, Aww. but not in this one. They made sure to burn it down at least. I love Quidditch. I do too. It gets underplayed in these movies, but understandably, it's not a super important right. thing for the story. But I, I did when they were doing that little pan shot around. I was like, "Oh, there, there's the, it's on fire." <laughs> so well, it was. It was just an old stadium. It was time for a new stadium, anyways. Yeah. Now, now they got the new ones with the. Um, I'm trying to think of some wizard sounding thing for a big screen. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if they had to the tax Wizardtron. The- Th- thank you, thank you. <laughs> the Wizardtron. That's right. I wonder if they have to tax the residents of Hogsmeade to pay for the to pay for the stadium being built so they can keep Man. keep the team there. So wait a second. How do okay? This is something I think that's been brought up before. How does do you pay tuition to go to Hogwarts? Yeah, you you do pay yeah. a tuition. Yeah, it's mentioned. I don't know if it's mentioned in the movie, but in the first book. He talks about how he doesn't have any money, 
And they say, uh, well, yeah, you do. And then when he's talking to Tom Riddle, young Tom Riddle, when Dumbledore is recruiting him, uh, he mentions that they have scholarships available to people who can't pay. So Interesting. It's This is something, because I think somebody said something about, like, oh, you know, the wizard tax dollars pay for... So, like, I was making... Me and somebody were talking once, and I was like, do they ever mention if they pay... Or is it just something you get in and you just... You're, you're, you're there, whatever. Sort of thing, but... I don't know. I, I just was wondering, but there you go. Maybe I should reread the books at some point again. <laughs> or re... I, I'll just reread random ones. I should start from the beginning and go through it again. Just pick random pages to read. Yeah, just hopefully it will fit together. Yeah. Just just perfectly. I did like the return to the... Speaking of Chamber of Secrets, I didn't mention it when I brought it up. I did like the return to the Chamber of Secrets, though. And the the, the humor that that is placed in this movie, I think, is well done. Because there was the whole joke of Ron knows knows how to speak parcel tongue. Because Harry apparently speaks in it in his sleep. Which, once again, calling back to the previous episode, Harry doesn't realize when he's speaking parcel tongue. It just sort of happens. Right. So, I, I like that callback. And also, it gave them their first on-screen kiss and oh everything. Oh my god, that was so awkward. <laughs> that was awkward? <sighs> I'm well, s- not... A- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what I notice is, when they're kissing, because they just got drenched in water... When they're kissing, it looks like Ron's balding because his hair's wet and slicked down. <laughs> and I'm like, here's what your good... future looks like. We'll get yeah. to him in the future oh, later. God. No, I just, I mean, I understand they were trying to make it. They were trying to make it like a, you know, whoo, spur of the moment, passionate moment. But it's like, really, I, I don't think I'd feel very sexy at that point. And I just, just the way they, it was like somebody was in the background going. Okay, I'm going to need you to kiss on four. Three, two. I mean, two, three, four, kiss. Because they just, they were standing there and it just like, they spin turn and boop. It just, I don't know. It was just, it was horribly done. They thought they were about to die and they lived. Oh my so they, God. so the, their natural instincts were, well, we should actually finally kiss. Oh, it was awful. Um, also, I do enjoy the fact that I think from then on out, they're like at each other's side for the rest of the movie. If Ridiculous. I remember correctly. Ridiculous. Or they're at each other's side or holding hands for the rest of the movie, well, if and I remember it, correctly. I don't know if you noticed, but we could And turn, that just burns you up, doesn't it? It does. I can't stand it. So we could make a drinking game out of how many times Hermione goes, Oh, you're not as stupid as I thought you were. Right. Oh, right. oh yeah. I mean, I, I was wondering if anybody else noticed that. It was really I actually, you saying it made me go, Oh, yeah, I do remember <laughs> hearing that a few times. <laughs> She's like, Oh, about the parcel tongue. And then he makes a comment later about, um, oh, shoot, what was it? It's it's the plan that, that they had where, where she's like, oh, it's, 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 it, was, it was actually Ron's plan. It's, it's a brilliant plan. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, she's trying to convince the audience that he's worth her time. Yeah. Or herself. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe. Right. She, exactly. I think she's trying to convince herself, too. But, but wouldn't that just make you happy because you want you, you, you want Harry and her to get together? Oh, my God. That would have been perfect. Speaking of which, I do enjoy the fact that all well, the Slytherins... Well, they both aged better than their counterparts. We'll so. get to that. I do also enjoy the fact that all the Slytherins were basically like, oh, hey, take them to the dungeon. Yes! We're going to imprison all the kids <laughs> in the Slytherin house. So you wouldn't have even been able to participate. I would have broken out. Well, we all saw what happened when, when they did the the whole entire rumor requirements now, just a charred bunch of ash. Yes. 
Yes. yes. There was, it was yes. epic. Ash normally follows fire. A lot of fire. Yes. It was a lot of fire. Lots. And that poor kid. <laughs> Wasn't that, that was Goat, Crab or Goat? Oh my gosh, they're the same person. I was the two mixed up, yeah. It was one of the two of them. I know in the book that it actually specifies which one it is that died. And I'm sure in the right. movie if I paid attention, but they the both the actors seem vaguely close enough to each other that it's hard to tell. And plus, you don't see them for movies on end sometimes yeah. too. So I don't I don't know if you know off the top of your head. No, it's not important. One of them died. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But speaking of Slytherins and speaking of awkward moments and hugs and stuff, the part and this is jumping out of the like book movie all that to the actors behind it the part where um Voldemort hugs um <laughs> i was about where where he hugs um draco yes that yeah. was so awkward that, no because draco didn't <laughs> the the actor didn't know he was going to do that and oh. then he like cuz he hugs him and if you see he starts like whispering to him. He didn't realize he was going to do that. They just told him to approach him and everything and he just did that just carte blanche just on on the set that day and they went with it. Cuz it was they said it was so weird and awkward that they wanted to leave it in. And I'm like that's awesome. Cuz it was a super awkward scene. And then of course the Malfoys run off and you come in again that Lucius Malfoy looks beyond haggard Damn, in this he movie. is he is yeah i mean i see a witch divorce in the future because she's like dude like just no leave because i love the way the mom is like i don't care about my husband anymore he's an idiot please son come over here and you just see them walking off in the distance and he's trailing by like, <laughs> like like guys, he's stumble guys, running hey he's, guys He's stumble running and they're somehow walking. So yeah, it's the reverse like, of a horror movie it's, because it's it's the if someone's running away from a bad guy, it's they're stumbling and can't you know keep up, like keep themselves going, and then the person's just walking. It's the reverse of that now yes. in this scene. So, yeah. So yeah. Well, I I think it was his hair that she wasn't happy with. I don't think grown <laughs> men should have hair past their shoulders. So she was looking for an excuse to get out. I I don't disagree with that. That. And plus, very well-kempt and very perfect almost hair, too. Well, before. Well, well, before. Yeah, before, I was going to say before, not now. Yeah, he just, like I said, continuously haggard-looking throughout oh the rest of these gosh. movies, which which is just great, because I'm just sure the um, the actor is just chewing the scenery for those scenes. They're probably like, <laughs> just, just do whatever you want. Yeah. Just have fun yeah, with it. It's like uh, he who must not be named doesn't allow his Death Eaters to bathe. You know, like, <laughs> no, nope. We- no, no more doesn't. showers for you. Oh, um, also, this was something I noticed this time around. The uh, Fenir Greyback uh, had attacked, and I cannot remember her name right now. Lavender Brown. Yes, yeah. Lavender Brown. Nobody cares. Yeah. I, I, okay, another thing I enjoyed about this movie, there was a lot of um, actors reprising their roles and coming back for, like, just quick scenes. Yeah. Um, oh, I cannot remember the professor's name, but the one from the, um... Well, that's just fan service. I mean, it's just making sure that everybody goes, Oh, it's that person! Well, no. Oh, it's that person! Oh, no, I just love... He w- he was in a ton of scenes, never said a thing, though. He was yeah. just there every right. time. And I cannot remember the... It's it's the actor from, um, the Half-Blood Prince. It's the, uh, Slytherin professor. I cannot remember his name Slug- right now. Slughorn, Slughorn, thank you, thank you. Yes, Slughorn. He, he was in several scenes, just randomly popped up, was there, didn't... 
say or do much, just kind of reaction shots, and he's in the background. I I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, so a talking point I wanted to definitely get to. Actually, there's a few of them around this thing. So the Resurrection Stone. Yes. Was... Ugh. I, I kind of want to ask you to elaborate before I go on, because that was an interesting response. Um, I'm not a fan of it in the books or in the movie. Uh, it's a, it's an easy cop out. It's the easy, easiest, it's the easiest thing to do in that situation. But were they really there, or was it all in Harry's mind? See, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, you mean like uh, everything that happened after he touched the stone? Yeah, the the everyone being there, everyone around. Like, yeah. was that something he? kind of thought up himself or was that actually the spirits or you know that is like that's the thing i'm trying to figure out if it was just a misnomer thing to where it's your it's your the the stone does it to kind of make your mind at ease more so than you're really talking because i'm like why wouldn't snape have been there then to be like hey i need to talk to you real quick yeah, I don't. I think it's all in his mind. So it's whatever his recollection recollection is of those people is how they act. I I because also Dumbledore would have been. Why wasn't he there too? Right. But and then of course he he was very quickly after that. But I I just thought I I like that scene, but it made me kind of scratch my head about it because I'm like, is are they really there or is this all just we're we're kind of seeing it, it's it's almost a Tyler Durden thing from Fight Club to where. He's just seeing this in his head, sort of thing. Though then again, if he was seeing spirits, it probably would be in his head. Well, remember he pointed at his heart. That's thank you, thank you for saying that. Yeah. That's the other thing because he they there was something said and he's like, oh, we're right here, and yeah. I'm like, that to me kind of points that that they he wasn't really bringing the spirits back. It no. was just in his head. Yeah, I don't think he did. No. Good point. Thank you. I, I even know I even made a note of that and I forgot to say it. So thank you, Ellie, for thinking the same. No problem, that's thought. what I'm here for. But now for the follow up. Yes. Was I'm I keep wanting to make the joke and I'm I'm Oh god. Was Dumbledore the White? Oh real? stop it. Ah. Uh. Was he really in the afterlife? Like what, what what was going on in that scene? What do you guys think? Well, I mean, isn't the whole idea of the resurrection stone is you yeah. come back no matter what? So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I still, as much as I've read the books and and the couple times, the few times I've watched the movies, it, it that I don't like any part of that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I think it's just all in Harry's mind. It's, I don't know. Like I said, it's weak. It's it it. I don't know. I don't like it. I think, I mean, it's, you know how, like, when you watch shows and somebody's in the hospital and they're in between and they show them in this room and they're looking down at their body and they're like, oh, you know, and they fight. I think it's the same concept. It's just his inner consciousness, like, he's but he's does, kind of in limbo trying to decide whether he wants to go back to his body or not kind of thing is what they're trying to do, I think. Because Dumbledore doesn't tell him anything he doesn't already right. know. Yeah. Like, like, if it was truly Dumbledore, you'd think he'd be more forward with them. Well, then again, Dumbledore has always been the most vaguest person. Yes. Cryptic person in the world. But, right. yeah, I, I kind of agree that, like, because he, he knew he had a part of Voldemort in him. So that explains that being... It, everything's very explainable and very... 
I mean, I agree. Uh, with that white room, I, it was awkwardly placed. I didn't care for it either. I just, I feel like there's there would there could have been a better way to to do that scene. I just I didn't like it either. But it, I mean, well, it is what it is. I know what they yeah. were trying to do with it. But it's also anticlimactic because as soon as Harry supposedly dies, it immediately goes right into that scene. Like, I think it would have been better had they done a little short montage of everyone back at the castle beaten up and bloodied and show show some other people that are dead and then go back and then go into that sort of afterlife scene. Like, the fact that they just play so quickly together, there's no drama there. It's just sort of like, oh... Okay. You know. You d- yeah, it, you don't have that scene where you would probably, well, for people like me, you'd probably cry a little bit because you're like, oh, my God, like, what, is he actually dead? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I think you're right the way they just I, immediately went over to it. You know what? I'm I'm actually, I'm going to agree with both of you on that. I think it would have been better if they had cut away for yeah. at least like a minute. Just, just some time to where it went to a bright flash. Yeah, they and they transitioned cut a- to the school or something like that. Yeah, they could have cut away to like Ron and Hermione making out and it's <laughs> a bunch of dead bodies. Yes, awkwardly, awkwardly kissing. Yes, with his bald spot. See, guys, see, he's a good kisser. That's that's another reason why I I think he's great. You're not the yeah. worst kisser ever. Yeah. Uh, he's why no why are you? Crumb. Why are you making me agree with you on this? <laughs> I don't enjoy I'm making it. you turn to the dark side. Whatever. Yes. So, I mean, it, it's the, the, the scene served its purpose, but I think for the movie it could have been paced out and done better. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's something I'm missing. Here that, uh, I, I know there's something I wanted to discuss, but I'm saying that. Maybe it's the, it's the blatant uh, scene where... For two movies, Harry can't tell anybody about the Horcruxes, not Lupin, nobody about anything. And then 30 seconds after meeting Aberforth, he starts talking about Horcruxes and everything he's got to do to a complete stranger. Who then proceeds to do basically almost next to nothing. Yes. He's sort of there to be like, hey, get off the street. Hey, here's the tunnel to Hogwarts. Hey, here, I'm going to do a Patronus which anyone else here could have done. Yeah, I think it's funny. In the books, Aberforth is kind of like a little creepy. Like they, they hint that he has like a, like he has some some goat love in him, some bestiality, I think. <laughs> they, they hint at it in the books. And in the book, his, his Patronus is a goat as well. Um, but they don't touch on any of that awkwardness nope. in the movie, which is probably for the best. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. But yeah, he's he's very briefed over. And I guess you're supposed to think, oh, well, he's... He's Dumbledore's brother. He's 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 a powerful wizard. It's like does that always translate? Per se. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it runs in the family, apparently Harry's parents were pretty powerful. So. Well, then how do you explain people who are Muggle-born then? Ooh. It's magic. That's how I explain it. <laughs> okay. I was about. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting for a long Good time answer. for for Good the answer. for the magic excuse to pop up in yeah. this, and we we've, we've used it very it. infrequently, but yeah. it's always the best thing. Just be like, it's it's magic. That that that, that explains it. Um. All right. Speaking of, it's magic. What do you guys think of him breaking the wand at the end? <laughs> 
Because that's completely different from the movie to the book. And I have a problem with it. I think it's bullshit. I want him to end and be like the master death of master of death and and have it end where he's got his cloak and his wand Which and his also thing randomly and go, oh, went, oh, 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 it'd be fun. Yeah, where, where'd the cloak go? He had it going into the thing, but you never see it after that. I'm assuming he lost it. And he had the stone. He did wield all three of them at one point. And he's the only character to have done that. Damn. But, Mr. Cody, what about you? What do you think about him breaking the wand? Well, first of all, he never had all three at once. He never had the Elder Wand. He oh, true. The, he didn't, yeah. He, he dropped the Resurrection Stone before he got the Elder Wand. Uh, I... I think it's I think it's fine because you've talked in the past about the movie Harry Potter and the book Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. In the book Harry Potter, they really play him up as he is kind of like he is kind of selfish and kind of all about himself and kind of like he likes. I mean, I don't know if he likes being who he is, but he 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 doesn't shy away from the power or he doesn't shy away from the limelight. So I think book Harry Potter makes sense for him to keep the Elder Wand and. You know, and go on to do what he's going to continue to do. I, uh, I book, thought um, in the book he put it back in Dumbledore's grave. I don't remember, to be honest. I um, I swore he put it back in I, Dumbledore's. I think, I think he, yeah, I think he does because then he he says something about now it'll, it'll now stay. It'll rest with him, and it won't have a master or something. Yeah, because if anyone disarms me, they won't know where the wand is, and no one knows that he had that that yes. was the Elder Wand. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then movie Harry Potter's a little more like unsure of himself and a little more sort of like spastic, I guess. So it kind of makes sense that he would do it. But uh, it would have been a nice scene to watch him put it back in, in the in the uh, in the tombstone or whatever you want to call that thing. I, I, I think it would have been nice, too. Yeah, but I, I, I would could, have preferred that. I would have, too. But once again, there is a even though they're technically the same person, Harry Book Harry is a little bit different from movie Harry. Uh, movie right. Harry relies on a lot of the supporting cast, I feel, more so than the book Harry does a lot of times. Because the book Harry seems to be much more independent at times to work yeah. on his own. But that's, again, storytelling ways you have to do stuff in a book versus a movie. It's him. You can't really have an inner dialogue without having just narration happen. Yeah, there should have been a cut scene after the credits of Ron picking up the two pieces of the Elder Wand and like using some spello yeah. tape to put it back together. Yes, <laughs> yes that I I don't disagree with that. And then he tries to fix his bald spot. Oh That's gosh, right. exactly. First Magical thing he does. Propecia. Yeah. So speak. Okay, I, I want to tackle this now. So the 19 years later. Oh God. Okay, so I, I've established that neither of you are fans of it. I'm not. Correct. Okay, reasons. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ellie. Uh, it's just so not necessary. I mean, yes, we obviously know who they're ending up with. It, it was just, I know that they did it as the complete the circle thing and oh. But they didn't complete the circle, technically. Technically. Continue. Um, you know, and the whole... Let's start it, the, you know, let's finish it the way we started it kind of thing. And I, I just, first off, let's break into how horrible some of them aged. I mean, Ron has got a, a wizard's beer gut from hell. So, and 
I, I mean, this and you is, killed my joke. I was going to go ask. Ahead, tell your joke. I was going to ask Ryan why he did not go out for that part of Old Ron. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that um. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I have a full head of hair, so I couldn't be Oh, no, I, but that, that's the other problem. He has this weird, receded, like, super weird hairline. Well, and like what? you mentioned, their faces. It's like they painted some crow's feet around their eyes, and but they're like... Hey, let's give you some stubble hair. Yeah, they basically All right, look, you look older now. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There, that works. Let's do because that. Because we all look like the um, teenage versions of ourselves with just stubble and crow's feet when we get older. And they all decided to have their children at the same time because they both just happened to have a kid starting Hogwarts. The all same. three of them, because you saw Malfoy as well. Who oh, was, right. Was yes. that a goatee I saw him rocking? God, he looked terrible. I just, I don't know. I no. I just want to know what, what, uh, what the actor who played Ron, what Rupert did to piss off the makeup people because Harry <laughs> looks fi- Harry looks fine. Hermione yeah. looks exactly the same. Yeah. Jenny Jenny has like a big B fifty twos wig on. But then but then Ron is just Ron is just jacked in every way possible. It's like he's like like, I would love it if they just had a scene where Ron was, like, drinking out of a flask, because then everything would start to make sense. Just just, just has it at... Oh, it's awful. Oh, sorry. I, I, was, I was thinking of a full, like, tankard of, of yeah. beer. Just has it just there yeah. somehow. He went to the, the local brewery and just filled his tank up. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I'd, I like that scene in the sense of just how humorous it is. Oh, it's awful, though. But once again, this is something that translates better in the book than it does in the movie, because in the book it's mentioned that, you know, hey. Yeah, because you have your own thoughts of how wonderful they've aged versus what they did on the screen. I, I meant the whole thing, that the whole reason that that scene's impactful is because Harry, you know, his scar hadn't hurt in years. Oh, right. Is, is a more impactful thing to I, do. Yeah, I just think it's too much. It's too much fan service. She really, I mean, they went this whole time making every book a little more mature, a little more, uh, de- I don't know, dangerous, a little kind of, I don't know. Uh, each book was better than the last for the most part, and then to tie it up at the end there with something that's just so juvenile and everybody's happy, everyone's doing great, all this stuff. Like it's just. It's it, it it it's unnecessary. You don't need it. So so you would have rather had it with them all show up. Ron wasn't there, and Harry looks at Ronnie and goes, "I know it's been two years since the wand accident that took him from us." Yes, yes, and then and Ron dies, and so then Hermione and Harry finally find their. Dang! Lost I played love. I uh. played into your game. <laughs> This is like some ter- this is like the terrible ending to uh, how I met your mother. It's like the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. Yes. Actually, I, I, I've said this before in this podcast. And I will continue to say it. That that show went downhill for me the second Barney Stinson got a soul. The second he started going, <laughs> oh man, I should care about these chicks and stuff. Because he is that character that is supposed to vicariously be a terrible person from beginning to end, and they made him. You, they made you care about him, and I disagree with that. You ruined it. Yes. So that's so that's my personal stance on that. But yes, yeah, so 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 the, yes, the "How I Met Your Mother" ending is awful because it's just like, hey, guess what? It was her the whole time. 
Well, it, it was it, this was your mother, but I end up with her in the end, anyways. I'm not saying who, just in case somebody doesn't know. Not ruining that. Not that anybody cares. No one cares. Moving on. Yes, I care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just enough. Yeah. Just enough. Um, I, I I don't got anything else. I wanted to make sure to bring up those points real quick. So I don't know if you guys had any any other moments or anything that stuck out to you or. Or anything else with the Harry Potter series now that we are basically done with the Harry Potter version. I mean, the Harry Potter section of this. And we will move on to the Fantastic Beast. I'm ready to talk about some magical beasts. I am ready to talk about that too because since this does not have technically books tying it down, I'm very excited for the fact that I'm not going to sit here and have to do a compare and contrast. Which actually, this was very absent of it for the well, most part. Well, it has the screenplay. No, it has... No, that... Oh, yeah, she did write the screenplay. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's like, no, it was based on a book that they got for... Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, you're talking about the actual thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think that we did a good job in this one of actually not doing a ton of differences because at this point, it's like, what's the, what's, what's, what's the point now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a final thing, since apparently we are all obsessed with teenage couples. It sounds weird out of context, but you know what? I'm running with it. What I'm about... In. <laughs> Somehow I knew you would be. Um, so, on that note, what about the pairing of Neville and Luna? I like it. That is, I don't think it's ever even brought up in books. It's just a movie thing. I like it. That's cute. It's all right, except that that last shot of the two of them, Neville looks 20 and she looks 13 still. <laughs> so it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Some of these, I understand as children actors, but some of these kids aged like way beyond being able to pull off certain demo I mean age demographics Neville being one of them. I mean Neville looks fine now, so How lo- how many movies have you been you've been waiting to say that by the way? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it okay to say it now? Is it fine? Sure. Whew. Neville grew up good. Yeah, he's a smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait, wasn't he wearing a sweater too? Well, I think they have to, like, he didn't stay fat, you know, he didn't stay fat and goofy looking, so they have to do whatever they can do to make him look silly. So he's, like, got a sweater vest on and just... I think I think they also had him have, um, I think they had teeth in for him, too. I think so, yeah. yeah I think they did, too. Yeah, because his teeth are very separated and bucky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I noticed in this movie, I, I was talking to my wife about this, about how these people are now adults for the most part is the scene when they fall from when they're in Gringotts and they fall off the train car thing. Yeah. And right about to hit the ground. Oh Hermione yeah. Cast the spell and stops it. The camera angle is right on Hermione's yep. cleavage. It could have <laughs> been anywhere else, anywhere else, anywhere else. And it was right there. A little, a little awkward, a little unnecessary. I, I, as I said earlier, I did enjoy that scene with her acting, with with the whole her being Bellatrix. I thought was a really funny, especially with the "Oh, good morning" thing, <laughs> right? And then her trying to be evil was pretty fun. Why are you showing me that? <laughs> you got to explain it now. It's a before and after, like uh, when he was. Fully explain it. You're you're just saying this, and 
What do you mean explain it? Explain what you just showed me. Oh, so I showed singer. That was for Toby, by the way. Ugh. I had to say it awkward because I don't call you zinger. I, I, move on. Zanger. Um, I, I was just inspired by this conversation, so I had to look up a current picture of Neville just to prove to you. And he's flipping raw hamburger meat and pointing at it. I don't know why he's doing that. It's this is the first picture I okay, saw. Okay, so the picture is basically he's sitting there shirtless for some reason and has hamburger <laughs> patties <laughs> that he's yeah, making hamburgers. You know, all men. Not on a grill. He has the patties put out to make them. I, yes. I don't, where did you find this picture? All men stand in their kitchen with their shirts off making hamburger patties. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how I I always cook with my shirt off because I don't want to get <laughs> I don't want to get oil splatter stains on my shirt. Exactly. I love cooking bacon without a shirt on. It doesn't hurt at all. Right. <laughs> Here is this one better. He's in a suit in that one. Is that better? I, Not as awkward. Well, I see what you're gonna be doing for the rest of the evening. I'm gonna watch this football. Oh, football. Sorry. I'm gonna watch this baseball game. Thank you for making so much editing for me. Um, <laughs> no, it's been a. A pleasure to do this series. I, I was very excited. Here's another one. I, stop showing me these unless you're going to post them somewhere. Do you want me to post no. them? No. Should I post them on my Twitter? Go Yeah, post them all over your Twitter. Should I tweet half-naked Neville? Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a preview of what we talked about on Monday. Please November. hashtag it so I can see if it starts trending. <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry. That's my Neville. You you good now? Can, can okay, we move I'm on? Good. I'm good. God, it's it's not even late at night and you're already loopy. That's what happens when you drink a strawberry daiquiri. I apologize to anyone listening, our guest, and everyone involved <laughs> in this production tonight for Ellie, for Ellie's sake. I apologize. No, no, no one told me it was stra- strawberry daiquiri night. <laughs> I didn't get that memo. <laughs> Sorry. Um, she just took it upon her own accord, apparently. That's right. So, on that note, um, it was a pleasure to do this series. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, I, I know that this is something Ellie's been wanting to do for a while. And we're not, like I said, we have two more technically to do. But um, I yep. don't know if we've officially announced it yet. But our next series we will be doing is the Indiana Jones series. Is it? Yes. All four of them. Who decided that? I did. Oh. Because you got to pick this one. Yes, we will be doing the Crystal Skull. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have fun with that. You guys should get uh, you guys should get Scott on for one of those. I think that's Uh, one of his favorite movies. Maybe, maybe we did. Wink, 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 wink. Oh, wink. Wait, are you you a wizard? (laughs) He doesn't tell me anything. No, no, I assume he doesn't. Um. So on that note. Sir, where is some of the best places to find you on the internet? Uh, just go to uh, go into your your computer or your phone and type in www.tigshow.com, tigshow.com. Just check that out. That's all that matters. That's important. Yeah, so you should check out the most recent episode where you guys consider um, we're talking about fans and how they don't like how stuff changes. Yeah, crybaby fans. And I felt like it was almost a personal attack on me at one point. Because I was like, wait a <laughs> second. I was complaining about Potter the other week. <gasps> yeah, you guys got to roll with the punches. But yes, you guys had a great episode. And you have many great episodes. I just happened to be listening to that one earlier. And I was like, 
Was this recorded before or after we did the episode with them? Because I feel it, personally attacked. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, it was recorded before. Okay. I still feel personally attacked, but not really. Anyways, well, it, that's that's our goal. We want every one of our listeners to feel personally attacked by us. <laughs> so you keep listening to hope that, you know, you can get a court case going. That's right. All right. Well, it was a pleasure to have you on, sir. Ellie, where are some of the best places to find us on the internet? Well, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes, you can find us on almost any podcast platform. Find us on Twitter at Zingness, on Instagram at Zingness Podcast. And if you want to email us directly, it is Zingness at gmail.com. Don't forget to go to our T Public store. It is tpublic.com slash Zingness. And you can get the Magicified logo, which I know. One of our fans, Ray, picked up and went to a, I believe it was a Harry Potter-themed wedding wearing our Zingness logo shirt. Yes, and it's all the rave for your babies. Yes, because you can get... Zingness onesies. You can get Zingness onesies. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So um, definitely go check that out. Uh, you can go to Patreon if you want to help support the podcast. Um, and our logo is done by Chris Zinger with mm-hmm. modifications by Toby from The Secret Transmission. Yep. Finally... DJ Golden Boy. 89. Play us out.